This episode of D&D and D is brought to you in part by Bright Witch Teas. Go to brightwitch.com and use coupon code D&D&D to save 15% off your purchase today. Welcome to D&D&D, &D &D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel, and with me today are all the fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hey! Hi. What up? Welcome back to the show. We're getting to it. We had some on-theme food before we started. Yeah, we did. Not, not really a dinner, but dessert, I suppose. As adults, anything is dinner. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I made uh, Il Flotant, Floating Islands in honor of being in the elemental plane of air. And um, they are a poached meringue floating in a pool of creme anglaise custard. They turned out pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. The meringues needed some work, but but it, that's a difficult thing to do. James made a noise. chair and it attacked the microphone. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Between, between poaching meringues and trying to quinell things, it was... It was Difficult. What is it to quinell something? It's, it's when you take two spoons and you shape something oh, soft and into that like, like almond yeah, shape. That, yeah, that oh. that very specific shape, and it's uh, really hard. <laughs> I couldn't. You're really using do it. big spoons. Those were big quinelles. I was using bigger spoons. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad I did because they uh, deflated and shrunk, but they they ended <laughs> up tasting all right. Uh, did some crushed pistachios on top, a little bit of fruit, and it was good. Very good. Delicious. Yes. Uh, we also are drinking some um, Bright Witch tea. Yeah, I'm drinking some right now. Yeah. I'm going to have to get up in peace so much. <laughs> <New> <laughs> I'm just I'm so full of tea. <laughs> <laughs> New uh, sponsor for the show, uh, Bright Witch Tea from um, Sarah Louise, uh, artist, writer, and tea witch. We start Bright Witch Tea to create truly enchanting sensory experiences, especially with the little bit of edible sparkles that are in each uh, tube of tea. We had the, um, the, the Blue Moon and, and which ones? The Midnight Cauldron? Midnight and uh, Ritual at Dusk, which... Oh, those were the two that we had? Ritual names are so me. I made a third Cal. one. Oh, you yeah, did make a third Beth one. Beth made the third one for me because it was my favorite smell yeah. one. I opened up the tube and was like, this one's my favorite real good so i'm drinking blue moon right now yeah blue moon evidently is the best seller and i really enjoyed the blue moon i really like that as blue well moon. is it yeah. it's very pretty color it comes out this pink yeah it yeah. is pretty it's got a really nice blueberry uh taste to it really uh really delicious we've got uh more sarah sent us a, a bunch eight different varieties to try uh we will be talking all about her great teas over the next few episodes thanks sarah thank you so yeah so you can head to um, brightwitch.com and use a uh, coupon code DDD to save 15%. I'm going to do an ad that's going to be more formal than this. But um, we have a coupon about code. Do that. We have a coupon code. <gasps> yeah. We've made it. We've done it. We've succeeded. Yep. That's how you know. I hope that we find a tea witch in the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> we might I now. Cool <laughs> we might now. Uh, all right. Uh, so we're going to get back into the crazy. High stakes story that we are crafting when last we left you guys off. There was a little bit of a breather with Flack and Zabbis and Margarine 
uh, as you guys are riding on top of Kerflipia, the dominant dragon of the boon, the ancient silver dragon um, who is massive, uh, very, very large, and she has been struggling against Morgan. She blasted Morgan with her breath weapon, and you guys have lost track of uh, that evil sorceress in the vast expanse of the elemental plane of air. I hope she's dead. Whoa. Is she dead? Is the big bad dead? Are we done? Kressel's not, he's not responding. He's shaking he his head. He won't make now. eye contact. Morgan's final form. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, Fletch and Tim, uh, variant Tim, who was brought forth <laughs> through time by Zabbis. He's holographic. <laughs> the shiny. They went to the castle of the Storm Giant where they informed Storm Giant that uh, Kerflipia was in the elemental plane of air and he freaked out and ran away. So, uh, that is where we are going to pick things back up. Do you guys have any qu- other questions before we get going? Tim ran away? No, the Storm no, Giant the ran Storm away. The Storm Giant, dude, it's yeah. fucking scary. It's, it's I'm sorry. So okay. antecedents, this was a, this, in ninth grade English, we spent a long, long time on pronoun antecedents. I should, I should be better at them. No, 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 it wasn't you. I was, Beth was posting anime boys to the D&D chat, and I was, <laughs> I was telling, I gave her the hand to stop. Anime boys? Yes, because they're also beautiful, and I, then I, <laughs> I thought that you said that Tim ran away, and I was confused. Oh, they are beautiful, yes. I know. No, this is... These are all accurate. Don't let them distract you. It's Kerflippe. He's a beautiful anime boy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I like this oh, last wow. one. Yeah, that's a good crop of anime boy. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> it, it, for those who are curious what pictures we're looking at, it's Yue from Cardcaptor. I don't like the second one. Oh, is this all the same dude? The second one is a little upsetting because he's drinking water like a cat. Yeah, yes. He's in a very precarious pose. That is strange. Yeah, he is. It, that looks like fan. He's all bent over. Very submissive and readable. Very <laughs> the kids God. Say. Yeah, they do say that. Submissive. They do they? About submissive really? and breathable. Yeah. Uh, they say you're breathable? Breathable. I've breathable. seen comments. <laughs> oh my I am God. such. That's a horrible thing to say. That's to what? suggest that you are attractive, right? Yeah. Yeah, but in a very demeaning way, I think. I, you think it's demeaning to give life? I, th- I no. think it's equating things th- with animal husbandry. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But it is also a bit of a... Uh, like only hot people. Yeah. Oh no. Oh. Anyway, yeah, he is very breedable. Stop it. That's <laughs> it's, it's such a gross word, and I think it's so funny. All right, kids, we're gonna get back to our Dungeons and Dragons game. How submissive and breedable is Kerflipia? Ooh, not not either of those things. Oh. Yeah. We got an Uggy. She's not ugly. She's just like a powerful man. Like she would never be a bottom. Yes, the what? opposite of submissive. You can be breedable on top. Can a can dragon go through menopause? <laughs> That's the question. She's very old. <laughs> I don't want to make a canonical ruling on whether dragons can go through menopause in my world. <laughs> Move on. All right. Move on, uh, please. He's so uncomfortable. I am starting to get warm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first step, my love. He's heating up. On that note, we're gonna get back into the story. So, uh, atop the dragon, you do, you guys do get a bit of a uh, of a respite. Uh, her wings start to beat with a little bit slower cadence, and there is a bit of calming uh, attitude about uh, the back of uh, Kerflipia, although. The 
weather around you hasn't calmed. It hasn't returned to the serene, endless blue sky that you, Marjorie, had seen the first time you were in the elemental plane of air. No, mm. uh, you continue to be surrounded by this raging storm. Uh, the ghosts, as I said, have dissipated and faded into um, wherever they fade to. That is not to say that there isn't a bunch of angry, I suppose, activity in the sky around this great dragon. The air fills with almost constant clashes of lightning, and you see as uh, there is a bolt that clashes not terribly far away from you, and as the light of this bolt fades, roll perception. Yes, the three of you who are on the dragon, so not Fletch. 17. Ah, sick. One. (laughs) (laughs) 19. Zabbis and Flack, you look around, you see this bolt of lightning crash next, not terribly far away, off the, I guess, port bow of uh, the good ship Kerflippia. (laughs) And um, Marjorie, your face is still buried into Kerflippi's. Face? It can be, if you so choose. No, that's weird. Okay. I, I was imagining more of like a chess thing that he's yeah, kind yeah, of cradling yeah. you. The, the the grammar of that was to suggest your face is buried into his. Ah, I, I yes. Like, ah, nice. <laughs> Sick. Having a reunion kiss that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm just, I'm, he's probably cradling my, my uh, collapsed form. For sure. And you are unable to perceive anything beyond your own sobs and um, the faint smell of lavender. Um, but, uh, the other two of you, Zabbis and Flack, you guys, uh, see as the bolt of light fades away, the actual light, uh, of this lightning, the space that it leaves behind is not just the sky that was behind it. You're looking into, uh, a tear in reality of some kind, and you can see beyond this, uh, inside this tear, you're looking into what appears to be the Feywild. You see these Lisa Frank colors. Things of that world, World 2, as Flack has um, so affectionately dubbed it. Mundo dos. Mundo dos. Mundo dos. Mundo dos. And now, as you look around, you see that as each strike of lightning crashes, the same thing happens. It is tearing uh, different uh, windows into different realities open Whoa. in the sky. Uh, some of these are into the Feywild. Some of these are into your world. The one reveals the sky, or the, the skyline, I suppose, not far outside of Middleton. Uh, and there's still others that uh, give windows into a world that is desolate and bleak and horrifying, and you believe this to be Shadowfell World 3. Mm-hmm. We were there. You were, briefly. Hmm. Didn't like it. Never again. Probably again. <laughs> <laughs> Kerflipia roars. Uh, and, What's uh, it sound like? Like a roar that I cannot humanly recreate. Like the Gerbert screams. <laughs> no, it is an epic, intense roar. You feel uh, her body vibrate with the force of it underneath you Ugh. as she banks hard away from one of these rifts to avoid flying through one. Um, you guys at this point, though, uh, have a pretty good uh, grab on things and don't have to roll to hang on or anything. But you are noticing that the lightning strikes are increasing in frequency and these tears are getting larger. Fletch, you are standing at the precipice of the Storm Giant's castle with Tim not far behind you. As you try to follow in the direction of the Storm Giant who leapt away and swung through the sky, 
using uh, lightning as a lasso. There is a crash of lightning in front of you, almost right in front of you. And this tears open reality just as it is over by the rest of the team. Uh, And this opens a rift into the Feywild as well. And through this crawls a displacer beast. Whoa, Ew, that's the cat oh, no. with tentacles, right? Really? That we've is fought the these cat before. Yeah, tentacles. we fought two of them before. What? Oh, yeah. Way, way, way back. Season one? Season one. In the cave? In the cave. Yeah. When you Whoa. first opened the portal to oh, the Oh, no, we put a guy underneath the door? Yes, you did. Uh, you <laughs> guys. Displacer! <laughs> Displacer! <laughs> Regressal? <laughs> At first, I, I, I call out Pete. But then it's not Pete. It is not Pete. No, the cat-like head that uh, extends out from this rift uh, is black and leathery. It has six legs and two nasty tentacles coming off of its shoulders. And it snarls at you and whips a tentacle in your direction. Okay. Uh, It misses you dodge out of the way. (laughs) Good job, dude. That's real good. Oh my god, Mike. (laughs) Mike has one HP. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Dude. Like Fletch has one HP. Yeah. I just Googled Displacer Beast and the variance and like how scary they look versus how cute some <laughs> of these drawings are. Did you see the, the one E one? <laughs> the what? <laughs> like the original, because there's like five E through oh, one E. No. The one E is cute. Two E is very cute. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a weird like biker patch. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I'd turn to Tim and say, hey, Tim, do you have any healing items? <laughs> No, sir, I, I used every cent I had to get on that boat. It was, it was going to be the, the start of my grand adventure, sir, and I, I hoped maybe one day I would find a healing potion, maybe in a dungeon, but not yet. I haven't had the haven't Okay, had the okay, 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 okay. Oh, oh sorry, okay, okay. I'm just really nervous. No, I get it. Um, I have cure wounds. I'm going to use that as a, at a th- at third level. Okay. Fucking six. Oh, ten. Ten. <laughs> All right, you're here healed okay. for ten. Hey, Tim. Get a go- let's get a move on on your grand adventure. And I take him out and I put him in front of me. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> he can die twice. He's already dead. What? What's already dead kicker? For me. He's a little boy. I'm already dead. <laughs> He's got more hit points than I do, I think. <laughs> Displacer. The Displacer Beast is going to split itself into a copy. Uh, and you now seem to be uh, surrounded by Displacer Beasts. Tim now uh, is going to hold out his sword and he's going to try to attack. Good job, Tim. He does. <gasps> oh, Tim. Yeah, he gets it. Does he level up immediately? He levels up immediately. <laughs> uh, he gets it for some damage. He, he cuts the Displacer Beast. You see it bleeds like a green blood, this particular Displacer. When Tim cuts it, uh, he uh, immediately fills with pride. He, he feels <laughs> as though he has protected you and done his job as a hero uh, as he steps forward and takes a sl- uh, swipe at this displacer beast, cutting it and bleeding it. Now you notice that the other copies, not bleeding. Oh. Uh, it is, we're going to cut now back over to uh, on top of the dragon. You guys are watching as more and more lightning strikes are happening, uh, causing these rifts in reality. Now you see more windows into other worlds than you do of the sky of the elemental plane of air. Oh, this looks cool. The dragon is flying erratically trying to avoid them. Is it only into the Feywild 
Our World and the Shadowfell? I was or do, just going to ask Do that. we see any, like, weird, you know, cosmic gumbo-type uh, tears into pl- places we just wouldn't recognize? Just, like, absolute horror shows of, like, weirdness or something? Or anything that, like, looks just different. completely alien to us? Uh, roll perception. I will. Try I to will find Jim. something. Try to seek yeah. out. Let's just fly into somewhere that Fletch will never be able to <laughs> fucking find us. Sixteen. <laughs> uh, sixteen. You see mostly the, the three worlds that you're familiar with. Um, mostly. but in the distance, there are a couple different things that catch your eye that could potentially be out of the ordinary. One of which is like very fiery. You're it either opened up onto a fire in one of these other worlds or it could be the uh, elemental plane of fire that you guys went to at the end of season three. There's same deal. There's a there's an opening where there's now just water pouring out of, like it's you can't see into it because it's just it's like now created a waterfall in the sky. Oh, I hope I hope that one of the water tears opens up above one of the fire tears. <laughs> That'd be dope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this looks so cool. So is it just like other elemental realms that are in addition to the potentially in addition to the three worlds that you're familiar with? Um, and then there's also far in the distance up high above you in front of you a uh, considerable ways. There's a larger opening after a particularly loud clap of thunder that appears to open into at this distance black. You can't really tell what it is. It's just kind of a void. It's pretty stark and bare compared to some of the other openings, which even in the Shadowfell, you see things. You see land, you see burned up trees or husks of dead trees, you see shitty buildings, troops of monsters patrolling or whatever. There's things in all of the Shadowfell openings. This one, at this distance, seems pretty empty in a way that others do not. Kerflippy... Uh, Marjorie, uh, he kind of pushes you off of him a little bit, but very nicely. He starts to look around and he, uh, gets really panicked. Even though he's a human, he starts to kind of run around like he did when he was a dragon, where he kind of just twisted in the air. Uh, he's a very nervous kind of person. He says, oh no, this isn't, what are all these openings? This is really weird. What is happening you here? You don't know what's going on either. I don't know what's going on. It seems like the world around us is falling apart. What, where are all these places? Well, that one's the Feywild. <laughs> that one's our world. I like that one the most. Kerflippia! And I, like, grab... I grab Grandma Dragon. And I try to, I don't know, <laughs> flee on her back, like, hello! <laughs> Can, are you doing this? You hear something, Marjorie. There's, like, groans um, and uh, roars. They don't really come through as words to you, but you can feel and understand uh, the intent, kind of, in a, in a weird way. When you reach down and you touch her back, your hands kind of feel a little bit warm, almost like they did when you, when you, when you broke your tools. Mm. You understand that, no, she's not doing this on purpose. And there's a loud crack of thunder and a bolt of lightning, but this time, it does not cause a rift. This is just a bolt of lightning. And pulling up alongside you, swinging through the air, you see a giant, an actual giant. What? <gasps> no <Yeah>. way! <laughs> <laughs> that are 
Is that Sky Daddy or whatever he is? <laughs> Do I recognize the giant? Marjorie recognizes the giant. This is the Eye of the Storm, the Storm Giant. Flack and Zabbos, you've never seen this being before, although he is very similar to the uh, female uh, fire giant, the Eternal Flame that you had met oh, yeah. at the end of season three. Of similar size, although the Storm Giant is larger and broader and has a cloud-like hair and beard and is swinging through the air, lassoing clouds with a rope made of electricity. Whoa, this guy's cool! And he calls out, Kerflipia, it has been too many years. You are not supposed to be here. It is not permitted. It is causing too many problems. And he throws a lightning bolt at one of the openings, one of the rifts, and it makes contact with the rift and closes it. No! I want to go in, though! (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go back to Fletch and Tim. Tim says, sir, watch out behind you as a tentacle whips in your direction. Fletch. Try to dodge. The tentacle misses you. You dodge out of the way. Great. Uh, It is your turn. Mm. Tim, great, great job with that attack. Thank Uh, you, sir. It means a lot. It means a lot to me, too. You saved my butt. Now let me save yours. And then I use the fourth level spell called Conjure Woodland Beast. I believe it is beans. <laughs> it's cut off for me. A oh, woodland beings, yes. This is one of my learned spells. What is this gonna do? Get this displaced. Displacer. Yep. Also, Chelsea, need- I'm thinking in my brain when Zabbis was like, "Oh, I wanted to go in there." In my brain, the rift that opened up had like a bunch of and horses. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, like fucking oh, spirit in there. <laughs> Uh, a summon. Okay, so you summon <laughs> fey creatures that appear in unoccupied spaces that you can see within range. You can choose one of the following options for what appears: one creature with a challenge rating of two or lower, two with a challenge rating of one or lower, four with a half or eight with a quarter. Summon creatures are friendly to you and your companions. Uh, roll initiative into their gr- into their group. They obey commands, uh, and I have the statistics. So which uh, which creature are you summoning? <laughs> Let's do the satyr. <laughs> More satyrs. More satyrs. Four satyrs. Yes. Uh, you cast this portal magic trying to bring forth the satyrs through the, uh, through the Feywild. Instead of casting a new portal, though, what happens is that you just watch as, like, a few satyrs just happen to be, like, coming by oh, no. in the Feywild through the rift that was already open, and mm-hmm. they, like, look in, and they see what's going on, and they see you in the elemental plane of air, and they call out in Sylvan, which is a language that I think, I'm pretty sure you understand, like, hey, you good? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm not. I've summoned you. <laughs> that, that's what that was. But this is a little bit strange. All right, boys. Uh, I guess we're we're gonna beat up on this on this uh, displacer beast for 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 our boy here. What's your name? Fletch. Hey, Fletch. Thanks for summoning us. We're the Satyrs. Let's see what we can do. Uh, they miss. <laughs> All right. We'll get them next time, boss. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, stay here, please. Don't leave. <laughs> they walk. Th- they come through the portal. <laughs> um, the displacer beast is going to try to attack you, Fletch. Uh, one. Roll to one. Nice. Uh, yeah, it swipes at one of the, the tentacles, swipes out to try to attack you, but it hits one of its copies and blinks it out of existence. So now there is a, one fewer copy of the Displacer Beast. Uh, now it is Tim's turn. Tim is going to try to swipe at the one that he already cut. He gets it! 
Ooh, oh, my Tim. God. Good job, Tim. Tim is kicking Tim. ass. Yeah, All is. right, Tim. Technically, Tim. I'm kicking ass because I made him. <laughs> <laughs> Tim is feeling confident. Yeah, he's starting to, he's, oh, I'm doing it, sir. I'm doing it. You are, bud. There is another crash of lightning, this time not far away from you again, Fletch. And this opens up a window into a place that you are unsure of at first. Roll history. Eight. You got a vague sense of familiarity from this place, but you look through it and it seems like an empty, dark room at first. But there's something almost familiar about it, even though it doesn't really look like anything. Like, this is a featureless, dark room. You get a sense of, like, wait, where is that? Back at the dragon, portals are opening from all over the place, and there start to be cr- there's, there starts to be creatures emerging from many of them. Whoa. Uh, since they are all over the place, in various uh, states of the air, in weird angles, there is no real up or down here. Sometimes creatures that don't have wings just start falling. Ha <laughs> ha! Oh no! And the storm giant is starting to throw his lightning bolts at the rifts, trying to close them up. Uh, and he says, please aid me in closing these rifts. Us? You don't want to go check those out? Or are you not allowed to leave? I am not permitted to leave by the bounds of my duty as the eye of the storm. But also I must protect this realm as an impartial realm between the three worlds. And right now they seem to be collapsing in on themselves. Kerflipia needs to not be here. I have another question, though. (laughs) If there's no up or down, technically, we don't have to worry about falling, right? That is correct. Really? Eventually, you'll kind of loop back around. Oh, my. How long does it take? That is not something I personally found out. Oh, that's fucked up. Isn't this your place? Shouldn't you know that? I have this cool lasso and I don't have to fall. Dude, that lasso is so cool. Do you play any instruments? You would be great in a band. You have such showmanship. <laughs> He's just like throwing lightning bolts <laughs> yeah, like, in different directions. Like, we, we, we can revisit that later, <laughs> Flax Jansen. Yo, whoa! <laughs> what? You know my name, dude? I can see anything from the eye. Whoa. Dude, I'm j- I just keep thinking about how fucked up it is that like, you won't fall and hit anything. You'll just come back. But we don't know how long it takes. My side's bleeding. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we should. Okay, how do we help you close portals? Or uh, how do we help? They Marjorie? need to be hit with a large amount of energy. Oh. Um, I can. I just feel like, you know, you're like a sky god. I have cantrips. <laughs> and like, will an eldritch blast be helpful? I just kind of zap them. It can't hurt. <laughs> Margarine. Margarine sticks. Oh. Your purpose was not as clear last time you visited this realm. Oh. But now, now it is clear that you must calm this beast. Because I care so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to hear my name. Tabas Kinlan. Cool. It's just uh, they got their names said all, all deep. It was cool. Marjorie bleeding out leans down <laughs> and I... presses her hands as close to the dragon's skin as she can get and tries, I don't know, tries to love hard. Uh, you bleed I into bleed. the dragon. I do. Oh, can fuck. I... I already used my gloves today. Can you I... did use the gloves to save Marjorie's life, though. So yeah. good use of the gloves. Can okay. I cast 
cure wounds on Marjorie while she's helping this dragon? Yeah, totally. I'm gonna do that. I close my eyes and I feel warm. You get 10 hit points. Holy hey. shit. Yeah, nice. Wow. Can I cast Eldritch Blast at a rift and see what happens? Yes, you can. It's a cantrip, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, no wild magic. It, it would be fun and also fucked up to see what kind of wild magic would happen and, like, just contaminate <laughs> the fuck out of these other realms. 26. 26 will certainly hit the rift, yes. Um, when your blasts of energy make contact with the nearest rift, it doesn't zip close the way that the storm giant's uh, lightning bolts do. Uh, like, have you ever beat a rug to clean it? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's kind of more what happens. Like, it kind of just, po- there's like a thud, and it poofs, oh. and then it goes away. It's not as elegant as throwing a lightning bolt at it to zip it closed like a but zipper. But it's gone? But it is gone. Oh, okay. It yeah. just doesn't look as cool. It <laughs> just does my- not look as cool. Wish I had my purple uke. But that could do some cool-ass magic on these. But you don't. But no. I don't. You don't. Margarine, <laughs> when you reach your hands out to meld with Flippia, and you're bleeding into her, your blood seeps into some of the, the seams between scales. Mm. You watch it as it does, and it disappears between the breaks in her scales. But then it starts to bubble back up, and it bubbles over your hands. Whoa, whoa. And you kind of get caught in these kind of like blood sacks. Okay. And when you do, you're suddenly overcome with a huge like you just got blasted with a bunch of air and it makes you close your eyes and your eyes start to water you just, it's like you stuck your head out of a 100 mile an hour car oh uh, and when you open your eyes you're not looking through margarine's eyes what? Oh. you are looking through her flippia's eyes oh. is she worgen to the dragon <laughs> yeah basically oh my god oh my god how do i feel how do i fucking feel big big <laughs> Oh, so big. Incredibly powerful. Oh, like no. Like, you can feel muscles you didn't know existed because you didn't, don't have them because they control wings and things. Tail. But it's right. It does feel kind of right. You feel an intrin- intrinsic and instinctual ability to control this body. You still feel a, a kind of presence uh, within you. Uh, you're there, but so is she. There's a voice in your head uh, that says things like, Finish, Merk. Mr. Black. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> it's almost old people language. Mm-hmm. Almost. But she's a grandma. She's a grandma dragon. She's old. But she's a... D- Remember the second word that you said? Yeah. <laughs> I said Hey everybody, Grussell here with a few quick announcements, and then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 144 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&D on Twitter or D&D&D on Instagram. Or email us at D&D&D at gmail.com. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash D&D&D and check out Beth's shop at radshop.cool. We're getting near the season four finale. We might have one or two more sessions before we get there, which means we are going to have a D&D&D&D D and D and D and D discussion episode uh, coming up soon. So uh, start emailing your questions. If you have questions about season four, uh, email them to us with the subject line D N D N D N D four at D and D and D pod at gmail.com. And we will uh, potentially discuss your question when we get to that 
uh, Q&A episode. Uh, I really like doing those at the end of each season with the team, uh, talking about the story and how everybody feels about it and getting to know what you guys think about it with your questions. So email those with the subject line DN, 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 D, 4 to dndndpod at gmail.com before September 26th. Let's say that that will be the date. I think that's it for now. We're going to do a couple of ads and then we're going to get back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun. I'm a big time tea drinker and one of my favorite aspects of tea is the ritual, the pouring, steeping, and enjoyment of that first aromatic sip. When it comes to experiencing the magic of tea, there's no more enchanting brew than Bright Witch Tea. Bright Witch comes to us from writer, artist, and tea witch Sarah Louise, who founded Bright Witch Tea to highlight the magic of tea, especially with the hint of edible sparkles that turn every pot into a cauldron of mystic potion. I have to confess that our last recording session started late because everyone was fawning over these incredible teas. Between the sights, scents, and tastes of several varieties, these enchanting concoctions set the tone for a great game and would make a perfect start to your day or a spellbinding wind down for your evening. We all loved the best-selling Blue Moon, a fantastically fruity blend with elderberry, blueberry, raisin, apple, hibiscus, and cornflower, as well as Midnight Cauldron, a delicious black tea blend with sunflower and calendula. And Ritual at Dusk was Chelsea's favorite, featuring magically aromatic cinnamon, ginger, orange, and rubos tea. My personal favorite is Astral Dreams, as I'm a sucker for black tea and lavender. Bright Witch Tea is all about celebrating the small ritual of love, care, and magic that is enjoying a good cup of tea, making it the perfect gift for yourself or the tea witch in your life. Plus, and this is really cool, you get the added bonus of Sarah's ongoing Tea Tales series. What's a good cup of tea without a story to go with it? Join the adventures of Marmalade the Woods Witch and a princess's misadventures in the magical Edenwood Valley, all available at brightwitch.com. So grab a pot and cozy up with Bright Witch. Follow on Instagram and TikTok at Bright Witch Brews and go to brightwitch.com for 15% off with coupon code DD to experience the magic in every cup. Fletch, you avoid a couple more Displacer Beast swipes. Um, there's something nagging you about this other rift. It just, it just looks like you can't figure out what it is. If you want to try to figure out what it is, roll another history roll. Okay, I'll try to roll a history roll. Four. Nope, you still <laughs> don't know. Your satyrs uh, are going to attack the Displacer Beast. They just kind of pounce on top of it, start stabbing it. Mm-hmm. They have like little uh, like wooden knives. What, uh, what's the ground we're on right now? You're on, like, cloud ground. Like, it, you're still in, like, the approach to the castle. Is nothing beneath this cloud? As far as you can tell. Okay. For now, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is your turn. I would like to consult the DM with a move I'd like to make. Okay. Uh, I've learned through the uh, person inhabiting me a skill called Mold Earth. Okay. And I was wondering if it's possible to mold the earth into just a little square and have the displacer beast fall through the cloud and just fall <laughs> infinitely. You're like Wiley e. Coyote, like beneath him with the saw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you it. target air, an area of loose earth, you can in- instantly excavate it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I excavate a, excavate a cloud? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. Okay. You can do this. Yeah. You just remove that. Yep. And it 
instantly falls. Oh, the satyrs are <laughs> the on satyrs its back. The satyrs are on it, stabbing. <laughs> um, and they fall with it. Oh, but, no. But that's... Whoops. <laughs> Buddy. Uh, <laughs> now, now we're underneath the cloud and we're looking back up at it and you and Tim stick your heads out and look down. <laughs> Through your POV, what you see is falling uh, and spinning. The Displacer Beast and the Satyrs now in this uh, in this dance of battle uh, as the Satyrs start stabbing and the Displacer Beast is whipping its tentacles around and it's trying to claw at them uh, with each each leg trying to claw at an individual Satyr uh, and it falls and it falls and it falls and there's a clash of thunder and lightning uh, and a lightning bolt streaks across the sky and opens up a rift to the Feywild and they fall into it. Thanks. <laughs> the... Uh... <laughs> Till next time, boss. Yeah, all yeah. those Danny DeVitos. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to turn my attention to that portal. Yeah. How far away is it? Uh, not far. You could get there. Can I try something? Yeah. I would like to. Uh, is there a cloud above me? Sure. Is this possible to take the storm tail bow and draw back an arrow, mm-hmm. and then grab that arrow and try to use it as a whip? I want to try to. I want to try to swing with lightning like the storm, the Eye of the Storm did. Oh, wow. You're going to try to be like the fucking storm god, dude? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a connection to this place. I got to sure, try yeah. it. You could just walk. Do what's fun. That's the whole <laughs> goddamn point of this adventure. <laughs> hey, Tim, I have an idea. This is, we don't know if this is going to work, but we need to get over to that portal that I don't, because it's bothering me. It looks familiar. I'm not sure what it is. Hold my bow. All right. So do you need me to, to shoot it or anything? All right, this is, what, this is what's going to happen. Don't aim it at me. I'm going to stand to the side. I'm going to have you pull it back. Oh, my God. And I'm going to have you... Hold my beer. <laughs> I'm going to have you release it on my go, and then I'm going to... This is going to sound nutty, but I'm going to try to grab the electric arrow midair. Got it? Uh, all right, so I'll, I'll, I'll try. Please don't be mad at me if I hurt or kill you. If you hit me, I will be knocked unconscious, and it will be up to you to revive me. Oh, oh god it's a lot of responsibility but tim i think you got this <laughs> did fight that scary cat just now you did all right let's there you let's go. try it so let's do it it's an adventure there you go tim all right uh easy tim so you're he's gonna shoot the bow you roll two deck saves two deck saves. yeah we'll, we'll do a deck save with an advantage and see if you can grab this okay first one's 16 and the next one is 24. Yeah, all right. 24. <laughs> you can grab the arrow and you take off with it. Oh, shit. Uh, and- Tim? This was one of Oh, bicep! No! <laughs> uh, and you uh, swing in the direction of the portal. You get closer to it. Are you going to try to, like, l- let go and swing into the... Yeah. Through the, through the opening? Yeah. All right, you do. You let go. And you fly through the opening. There is a barrier that you pass through uh, at the threshold of the opening. Is it sticky? It's not necessarily sticky, but you've been through portals like this before where there is that stretching feeling. Um, oh. And that starts to think, get you thinking about, like, wait a second, it's this portal? Is th- are we going to this place? And then you land, and you're inside the prison chamber with the moms. Oh. Uh-oh. You're in this big empty room with this wall of ice and the, sh- and the crack that you broke through with uh, Eagle Strike with Eagle that Strike. one time. Right. Is the portal still open? Uh, the portal's still open. You look back, you turn behind you, and you see Tim uh, standing on the cloud looking flabbergasted. 
Um, and then you also uh, turn around. You see there's another opening high up uh, in the ceiling in as much as there is a ceiling in this in this uh, room. Uh, and there's another opening you see through into a big open space of the elemental plane of air where there's a bunch of different uh, rifts and stuff open and flying through all these rifts is Kerflipia the dragon. Mm. We're going to go to Kerflipia, currently being inhabited by Margarine. Margarine, in front of your face, you see a bunch of different lightning strikes opening up that you are instinctively avoiding, um, although there is no other effort being taken to interact with them. What do you do? Ah! Man, I'm conflicted. Because Margarine's in a place of two minds. Number one, I know that I'm here to calm this dragon. But number two, I have never felt this powerful before in my fucking life. even remotely. Yeah, this is Uh, such massive power, you can barely handle it. Lean in, Margarine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, ooh, man. Ooh, this is some, like, fun... Fundamental questioning that I'm I'm facing here. She kind of wants to flex these muscles. Okay. Before before ending this, like sure. I don't, Marjorie doesn't know how long this is going to happen or what. But in this like moment of sudden fantasy, like how how fast can I fly? What can these wings do? <laughs> what does it feel like to breathe dragon's breath? Which of those do you want to address oh. first? <laughs> <laughs> Wings first, because these the are our new do? muscles. Yeah, if I if I really pump my oh, wings, fuck. what happens? Suddenly, on the back of the dragon, Zabis and Flack, you feel her change directions like air brakes. You oh, suddenly God. stop. You tumble forward along her neck. Whoa! Grabbing onto one of the fins of her ridge uh, to steady yourselves. Uh, Kerflippy does as well, still in his human form. Wait, uh, what's Marjorie's body? It's stuck. She's doing. a tick. She's like oh, yeah. a tick. Her okay. hands are overcome with like blood blisters, essentially. Okay. Uh, and she's just fixed in this point. Her eyes are rolled back and white, a la Wargang. Ah, oh, man. Uh, her we... hair is blowing free in the do wind. Do we notice yeah, this Yeah, I was going to say, do we understand what happened? That all happens in the, in the span of like a few seconds. You heal Marjorie, and Marjorie does this thing. Her hands uh, blister over. <laughs> oh, God, what did I do to Marjorie? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you fucked up. Oh, I was just trying to heal her. Is this how you feel when you try to cast something and something like, crazy happens? Did, did you wild magic her on accident? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Black is freaking out. Black <laughs> and Kerflippe just running in circles. Yeah, yeah, right. Do I know enough about magic to know what the fuck? Roll Arcana. <laughs> the answer to that's no. I have a plus one. Do it. I love that I have a plus one in Arcana. <laughs> 14. Uh, 14 is enough to kind of connect the dots between the storm giant saying to Marjorie, you can fix this and something weird happening that like this is a, a magical connection of some kind. Okay. You don't know why or how or how long or any of the parameters of it, but you can deduce that something magical happened between Marjorie and the dragon and now they are seemingly connected. It's unlikely that Flack did this. Okay. That's what I was curious about. Uh, I don't know what's going on here, but yeah, I don't think this is something you could have done. Okay. So, um... Marge, you okay? In the back of your head, Marge, and you hear like an echoey voice of, of Flack, like in a distance, but it's filtered and distorted. I use my breath. 
(laughs) You open up your massive jaws. You you feel all the muscles in your throat and in your in your face open these huge, huge jaws. You can feel your your silvery teeth part. You can feel this immense, immense cold billowing inside your lungs, like taking a big, deep breath of air on a very, very cold winter day that holds within you and it builds and it builds and it builds until you let it go out your throat, out your mouth, into the sky in front of you. And you guys on top of the dragon can see that this massive breath weapon extend out from the front of uh, Kerflippy. And everything it comes in contact with, all of the rifts, blows up. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. shit. Even is? Not the one that you came through. Okay. And so far, not the one that is up there okay. either. But the rifts that were in front of Kerflipia are closing. The storm giant goes, Well done, Mardrin. Great job. We have more to do. Continue. And he swings around and he swings in front of you. You see him pass in front of your vision. And what's really crazy is now he doesn't look big. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. You guys, Martin's mouth moves when she says that. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Why did I even try helping? I don't know, but at least you got to close one. I don't. I don't have the Sky Daddy. <laughs> Black Tanson. How can I help? Jump. Uh, okay. <laughs> Me too. I do it. I just jump. If you want. Okay, jump. <laughs> Whatever. You guys jump. The dragon keeps flying. You guys are in midair, and the storm giant swings around and grabs you. You guys oh. are on his shoulders. Oh, it's like I the highest that. honor. Yeah, we're like Mary and Pippin. Yeah, <laughs> we get to just ride wow. around. The storm giant from his belt removes a dagger and brings it up to his uh, shoulder. Black, it's a nine foot sword that you can like barely grab like a what tree. The- yeah, and, and he's like, use this. <laughs> um, uh... How big is he? Uh, he's like several stories tall. Hey, you maybe got like a flak-sized version? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Believe in yourself, Flak Tanson. Okay. Roll Arcana. Okay. With advantage if you believe in yourself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, I have plus six Arcana. Get wrecked, Sabbath. I had 23 (laughs) on the first time. I'll just take that. (laughs) Okay, yeah, with a 23, you feel that there's a mad... You feel a... Uh, that you've been provided access to this incredibly uh, powerful magical device. You feel like you can kind of control it somehow. You don't really know what it does necessarily. It's a giant knife, but you feel it's buzzing with electricity. You, like you're, you touching it feel kind of electrified. Your hair starts to stand up. How do I have a handle on it? Like how are you physically holding it? Yeah. You're like hugging it like, like, a, like the, a telephone pole. Hugging like the, the hilt. The hilt. Not okay. the blade. The okay. blade is sticking up. Okay. Yeah. Use it for what? Maybe this? I jump off. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Yes! Aiming myself at one of the ribs. <laughs> like, aiming, aiming the, the blade tip. <laughs> oh, my God. Rip. Pencil dive. I hope that's what he wanted. I hope so, too. <laughs> you jump off. You dive through the air, aiming one of the tips at... You have a surprising amount of control over it once you're in the air. Like, okay. you can... it, it 
it feels so light it's crazy if, it, and and uh you can manipulate it even though it's massive and it's almost it's only really wind resistance that you're fighting against not necessarily the weight of the object dude sir with surf on I'm it i'm thinking that okay <laughs> you tip it over and point it at one of the rifts you fall you feel air rushing past you uh and you just go through the rift you don't oh. go into the portal it shatters into a brilliant <laughs> oh, cool. spark of electrical ah! sparks as you fly through it like Luke Skywalker through a TIE fighter. Oh, Ooh. that was dope. <laughs> Am I still falling? You're still falling. <laughs> Can, what happens if I change my body to like uh, angle it up? Am I still falling? You're still falling, but it does start to kind of slow your descent. The, the, the width of the blade. Uh, catches the air and you start to kind of slow a little bit. Is the handle large enough for me to surf? Certainly it is. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to try to do it. Roll athletics. This okay. is certainly an athletic activity. How, how far away is he from us now, though? <laughs> a good distance. I was going to say, because like, we're not falling. I hope you guys can still see it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be so cool and no one's going to see it. Do I have luck? I rolled a 10. I'm assuming that's not great. I think you probably still have a couple of luck points. I left. don't do. You don't I'm use spent them? on almost everything. Yeah, we really hit this at a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> damn. We I fucked got a 10. up. All right, a ten. Um, you don't fall off of it. Okay. Um, but you end up kind of hugging it again. Sure. You, you like start to stand up, lose your your footing, and then just grab it out of safety. Well, then I hope people didn't see it. Uh, the storm <laughs> giant says to use Zarvis on your left. Fire. Are you telling me to fire or there is fire? <laughs> Both. You turn, you look, and it's an opening to the elemental oh, plate okay. of fire. Yeah, let me roll an Eldritch Blast. 16? 16 hits it and it poofs away. Cool. It doesn't uh, disappear again as quickly, but it does fade. Yeah. Uh, and he zips up a couple more with his lightning. Inside the prison room, Fletch, you find yourself alone. You can see uh, through the rift, um, Tim... Tim uh, starts to run in your direction, but he stops as he reaches the end of the uh, of the cloud that he was uh, standing on. So there is a gap of sky between the rift and that cloud. And he looks at you and he holds up your bow and he points at it and he kind of shrugs. Uh, yeah, toss that down, bud. Oh, OK, so I'll try. <laughs> you better not miss. He rolled a one. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Timothy, <laughs> where's my bow? Oh my god! Oh my god! He rears back and he throws it, and it goes about a foot and a half before it hits a wind and it falls in the gap between the rift, the cloud. Tim. <laughs> uh oh! Oh no! I'm I'm so mad that I can't be like I'm just silent after that. <laughs> oh no! I don't know what to do. That Tim was loud though. That was a loud Tim. March and roll perception. Right? That'd be a sixteen. Sixteen will be enough to hear Tim, but you hear it not from behind you, but from ahead of you and above. I look. Uh, you see, there's an opening. There's a rift uh, that leads to a empty kind of voidish space. You don't see Middleton, you don't see the wilderness, you don't see the, the, the desolate uh, landscape of the, of the Shadowfell, you just kind of see empty, dark room. Do I, I recognize that as Fletch's voice, right? You recognize it as Fletch's voice, and, you, and he definitely yelled Tim. I, my instinct, <clears throat> Fletch? 
but I'm a dragon. Yep. So what does that sound like? Her flippy is still on her back. He hears you say Fletch as Margarine on the back, but it comes out as this massive roar uh, that the rest of you, Zabbis and Flack, hear uh, the roar uh, come from the dragon. Um, and it comes out and it, it starts to kind of, it starts as a roar and then it kind of morphs into a word that vaguely sounds somewhat to you guys like Fletch. It gets there eventually. It's like, Rarch! Yeah, sick, dude. Yeah, totally. Does dragon just say bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm furious. So I'm. Two things are going to happen right now. I'm going to go sit down. <laughs> and you're going to think about what you did. <laughs> Tim? I'm sorry, sir. I didn't mean to. I just threw it as hard as I could. Stop, Stop. talking. Oh, yes, sir. And go after it. <gasps> oh. <laughs> long does tim exist because he wants wild magic I'm just long like, enough to fuck up Fletch's day wouldn't that be hilarious if then he disappears <laughs> <laughs> like he turns a swan dive off but before it even arcs, <laughs> he's, he's gone. he just beautifully <laughs> fades away <laughs> that would, i would be so until mad. next time <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's like I, I really don't think that's a good idea it's, I can't even Did see the bottom. Did you hear what I just said? My God, what? There will be a cloud that will catch you. I promise. Oh, well. Roll pers- persuasion. You're I, not the DM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what, though? He failed his insight check. So, yeah, he believes you. Yeah. Uh, it's like, all right, I trust you. You seem to know more about this crazy place than I do. It's, you knew about the about god stop logicking it out and jump (laughs) all right i guess i go here i go and he jumps and then i am still fuming do i have uh eagle strike on yes you have eagle strike i pull i'm so mad that i pull it out and i is the 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 crack the crack is still there yeah i with all my might just shove eagle strike into that crack and yell (laughs) as i do it Uh, roll a two hit roll with advantage with eagle strike yeah with eagle strike i want to and you know we'll see maybe if you crit this and things get real nuts uh 18 okay and 18 will definitely hit this wall uh (laughs) yeah sweet (laughs) eagle strike still has this energy that it had when you were in the in the presence of graflipia uh it's still kind of the hilt especially is still glowing with that red glow um, and you shove it in with this anger, with this real furious anger that you've never really had when you've used this weapon before. And it glows even brighter red, and you shove this into this crack, and there is a eruption of red light that comes out from this crack. It bathes you in it. You don't feel any kind of negative effects other than this bright light. Uh, and Marjorie, you see high above you, there is a beam of red light that shoots out from one of these uh, riffs. Ooh, ooh, and I know that red light. Yes, you would. Margarine would. And Kerflipia definitely knows that red light. So are both of our hearts drawn towards that mm-hmm. light, Gressel? Yes. I'm heading to the portal.
D&D&D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sagan. Next time on D&D&D. Well, he said that if stuff falls here, it'll fall back. It just, we don't know how long it'll take. Oh, so we just have to... Oh, so, well, that's how good. How long are your lives? Like seven, eight centuries? No. No?